Hi, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or rather good evening, and welcome to another episode of the David Holman Podcast. And this evening, I have a special guest in the studio, man. So there was this one day, right, like I'm driving back from, I'm like driving somewhere downtown Indianapolis, and like I make a right on like I-65 South, and I'm jamming to like 96.3, and I hear this badass track on the radio, man. I didn't even know it was the guy that I have in the studio here. And basically, the track kind of sampled that like Fuji's Ready or Not's um, sound, Yanastan. And then um, Runtown had done his own version too. And I'm just listening to this track. And the thing is that like they didn't announce who the artist was, so I was I didn't get a chance to like write down the name of the artist so I could later maybe go and like look who it was. And so one day I'm on my Facebook and then I just noticed that one of my guys posted the track and it's his song. And so I'm just happy to present Mr. Flo in the studio. What's up, bro? Hey, yeah, my name is, I'm good, but my name is Olufalarin, bro. Hey, my bad, my bad. You good, you good. No, like, anytime somebody's named Falarin, they'll say Flo. Yeah, true, Flo, Flo. <laughs> all day bro so i got my guy in the studio and what i'm hoping to do in this episode is just uh, play the song for you and then um as usual you know falari is gonna join me and we should just talk about some stuff in life and, you know hopefully you know our conversation can build you up if you're going through some things because who isn't right now you know maybe you can get encouraged and then so the ultimate goal is for us to participate in our normal little session and then afterwards to go ahead and um I don't want to say premiere because the song is already kind of out there. We'll go ahead and let you guys hear the track, and then I'm gonna let Falari give you guys some more information as far as like where to go to streaming, upcoming projects he has, what he's already got out there. So that being said, we'll go ahead and hop right in. So um, today's topic mostly centers around kind of like staying positive and staying encouraged in the midst of all this uh, this COVID crisis. Exactly. So. Um, first question is how has somebody encouraged you recently so um you want to go first Flare, or i can go first yeah, you, can, you can go first all right then i think for me somebody who encouraged me recently was um the leader of my bible study mm. he uh we had it yesterday and it's like a group of guys that gets together and um, he just kind of like talked about how even though you might have like a lot of stuff to do, it's okay to just kind of slow down and, uh, you know, just rely on God and, 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 and that he can help you through that. So that's my own personal experience. What about you, bro? I mean, I didn't really get nothing like that, but it's just from like my woman, her always just encouraging me every single day to like, you know, keep my head up and just keep doing music and whatever I love and, you know, just being happy, bro. Because people don't really like come to me for advice. If anything, I'm the one encouraging people and like telling them, all right, bro, you know, it's really just, it's, it's life, like life just going on right now. You can't really take it like too, you should take it serious, but not serious to the point where you bring, you know, bringing yourself down and whatnot. Thanks for that, bro. Yeah. So the second question is, how do you like to encourage others? So I think for me, how do I like to encourage others? A lot of times I like to just kind of like, um, I try to like picture or remember what it is that's important to that person. Mm -hmm. And then even if I don't believe it, I'll lie and say to the best, <laughs> everything is going to be okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> but who knows whether I'm lying. I mean, I could be speaking the truth. What about you, bro? How do you like to encourage others? Yeah, I mean, I do it like that sometimes, though. But most of the time, I just tell them what I see in them, like, that they don't really see. And I learned that from, you know, my, my partner. I learned that from my mother and all that, so... Whenever my friends come to me or anybody, like wherever it is, I just try to tell them what I see in them. Cause you know, the people you sometimes you might not notice it, but that little that little key that is missing or that piece that is missing missing might be, you know, what sells everything for them. That's true, bro. So I try to open the eyes to that. Amen, man. Amen. So third question is, do you ever find it difficult to encourage others? Yeah. B, do I ever find it difficult to encourage all that? Not really, actually. What about you, bro? I mean, no, but it just depends, bro. Because honestly, you know, I'm not perfect, so I might have my own days where I'm just in my, you know, in my zone. Like one of the songs I dropped called In My Zone. So there might just be the days where I'm in my zone and I'm like, not really in that state of mind to like, you know, encourage people. But most of the time, though, I usually. I'm usually helping people, yeah. Hey, yeah, nice guy. <laughs> so, what are some try, reasons yo. you might not encourage somebody? I think for me, one of the reasons why I wouldn't encourage somebody is if maybe the guy did me something in back in the day and I have one bad belly and I'm just like, that's this good for you. Stay in that. Stay discouraged, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I find it hard to do that, bro. I find it so hard to do that. And, like, I get that a lot from people. They're usually, like, just telling me, why don't you just, like, would they do the same thing if they were in your shoes? But I'm just like, just because someone did me wrong don't mean I got to, you know, exact revenge or vengeance or whatever. So, um, so what are some reasons you might not encourage somebody? Mm. Unless I know, like they might, you know, I don't. Even, I don't. I don't think there's a reason, honestly. Like this, there's no, because all my friends, bro, they always gonna tell you. Like even today, I was trying to like, you know, link my brothers up to come through with the pro, uh, podcast and like showcase their brand and whatnot. But yeah, I don't think there's a reason, unless the person is trying to get one up on you or something. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that like. Um, I heard like today or a couple of days ago that sometimes yeah you don't even need to say anything to somebody like, mm. if the person is sad yeah you can just sit there with the person and just be sad with them you understand ah you know what I mean but, like I mean not necessarily be sad but like I saw a video of like some white person yeah. um sitting with like the black person and basically it wasn't a video it was like a cartoon basically saying like I don't have much to say but i can cry with you in the midst of all this that's fine mm. you know because like, i mean a lot of times i feel like especially you know now in church people always want to come and like encourage 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 mm. you know sometimes you know I, you just don't know what to say like with someone that has, maybe someone whose father has died or something like that a lot of times the last thing i wanted to end up saying is like oh be encouraged though because i really don't know what to say i don't want to say the wrong thing so that in that kind of situation sometimes i'll just kind of like be quiet and just try to make more of a listening ear yeah yeah that's needed sometimes though that is that's needed. That. yeah um 
I mean, I feel like if someone needs help, bro, and I see it, I'm gonna like try to crack my head to help them. But you know, at the same time too, all you can do is just, it's whatever they want, cause sometimes some people might not want to hear that. So I hear you, I hear you, bro. All I know is if it's me, <laughs> if I'm in that zone, I would, you know, want a word, like someone to help me, someone to like just bring me up. Cause I don't like, I don't like being in a negative state of mind, bro. I don't like it. I feel you. So the next question is, um, so it's more of a statement and then a question. It says, our words have the extraordinary power to give life, build faith, and offer hope. How might your words change if you took that knowledge to heart? So it says, our words have the power to give life, build faith, and offer hope. FYI, ladies and gentlemen, I met Falari at this really cool church here in Indianapolis, like mm -hmm. in 2011. Actually, I, it was my wife. My, back then, she was just my girl. And she brought me to the church, and I was like, man, I don't know about all this. You know, mm -hmm. I heard about all this Celeste, Celeste stuff back in that job. Damn. I used to see them on the beach and all that. <laughs> and I was like, Constantly praying, you know, yeah. But when I came, I met a bunch of people, cool folks. You know, they became family. Flyer was just a little young and back in the day, man, but now he's all big. Uh, dreadlocks and stuff. <laughs> Buffalo soldier, <laughs> you know. Killing it, man, in the music game. But so some of the stuff that I'm, some of the questions that I'm asking, I feel like he might, you know, he might already have a little bit of knowledge about, and you might hear us kind of go back and forth using like, you know, just familiar lingo, but it's because we're kind of familiar with all that church talk, so to speak. But. So the question says that our words have the power to like give life, build people up, obviously offer hope. Um, I guess it says how how would those words change if we took that knowledge to heart? I already know that, and so I try to speak positive stuff. As a matter of fact, I do this thing called um, daily declarations, like every day. Mm -hmm. I try to do it every day, but I don't really do it all the time. Actually, I, there was a while I didn't do it for like a good four years. But I try to like say something so if I mm, like you know, to the mirror and whatnot. Yeah, I say I never use the mirror because that shit. I, sorry, I, I was gonna that say like, <laughs> like what? He's <laughs> in the front of the mirror like today you're going to be great. Yeah, yeah. today is gonna be your day. But I mean I know some people that do the mirror thing though. Mm. I mean I know some people that that say it works. But, like today before you came, I sat in front of my laptop here and just read it off my phone. Mm. But. It's, I feel like that the mirror thing. I might actually challenge myself to try it. Yeah, because um, I feel like some people can't look themselves in the mirror and just like, you know, like because I, I did it one time and it worked though. Honestly, I did it, but I was like, uh, I did it in a really bad time in my life. Like that was, I think, around July last year. I was just in a, I was in a room and I was just looking at the mirror, like telling myself, when you once once you get out of here you're going to be successful at your music and everything. And I told myself that for like, I think 17 days straight, bro. And I came out the way, like, dude, everything just changed. I, I, I feel like it's just, it's basically the law of attraction. Like, you doing it every day and at some point you just get better. Like, it just start coming to you and then the way you move and everything, you know, everything changes. Changes and all that. Man, that's, that's powerful, mm. super deep. Um, so the next question is, have you ever found strength in God when you were facing a battle? 
So I can go. I can go first. It sounds like you got something to say. You want to go first? Man, I think you should go <laughs> first because if I if I talk, it's a big movie ever. So just to kind of to kind of go back to that other question though about like how my words would change if I took that knowledge to heart. Yeah. You see, the thing is that I want to live my life normal. Like I don't want to put any kind of like restrictions on my life and the way I talk. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I want to go to Sarah here and say nigga, 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 nigga. Hey. I want to. That's <laughs> about <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I want yeah. to do it to Jan, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just that like I know that like you know like sometimes I have to go back and delete podcast episodes because I'm thinking to myself like man I cost too much or whatever. But that's one area where I'm trying to like get better. Yeah, no one is perfect. Cause I mean, like, why should I always have to watch what I'm talking about? It doesn't make any sense. It really That's doesn't. Where human being, like, we're all, everyone makes mistake, you know. And right. But I also understand why, you know, just because if you're trying to put yourself in a position where, you know, you don't or people of your kind or something, you know, a race don't really get to be at. I think like. It kind of makes sense if you want to watch yourself, but if you're like an entrepreneur doing it and getting it, you're, you know, your own, you're getting it on your own, you're making your money and doing everything. I feel like you should be free to say whatever you want to say and all that, but just know there's a consequence to everything, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, my wife always says that. She's like, yeah, you can say whatever you want, you can do what you want, but there's consequences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody might pull up from Twitter and all that stuff. <laughs> just talking on Twitter, pull up right. at the crib. Or my Twitter fingers. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's, that's just kind of like my little two cents on that last question. But so the, to go back to the question about if you ever found strength in God when I was facing a battle, um, I do. I have, um, man. I faced like I faced so many battles. Mm. But I will let me focus on this one battle that I literally that I that I found strength in God. Now this is gonna sound really really weird, but back in like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, I was. Um, just doing nonsense with my life, man. I was living in Lafayette, Indiana. I was dating this chick in, in town. I was just doing rubbish. So I went to this party. I got really, really drunk. So, so drunk. After the party now, everybody was like, where's the after party? <laughs> and then we now went to this after party. Apparently, the after, at the after party is like, all the, all the guys there were in gangs or a bunch of gang members. Mm. And so when I got out of the car, one of the guys threw up one of his signs and was asking me if I'm affiliated with this gang. Wow. Me too, stupidly, I was not like, ah, me, I don't gang bango. I'm a Nigerian. Is he Nigerian? Were they Nigerian? <laughs> What'd you say? Were they Nigerians? No, at all. Like, I'm like, wow. Which time, uh, as far, I know say Nigeria don't get gang bang, but no, this was in Lafayette, Indiana. All of these guys were from like Gary, Damn. Chicago, you know, start. And I, and the thing is, my it's girlfriend outside. at the time, her brother, was part of the gang too, the same gang. But for some reason, they wanted to beat the guy up. So I, I, I don't want, kind of, I don't know what kind of beef they had, but um. Sorry, bro. Sometimes it feels like I can't really hear you. Are you? Are you um, you might want to speak into your microphone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, so I get out the car. The guy's like, you know, are you? Are you? Whatever. And he throws up the name of his gang. He's like, are you this or you that? I'm like, nah, I don't gang. Like, I'm drunk anyway. You know, doing yeah. stupid stuff. You know. And next thing you know, a fight breaks out between this girl and this um, black American chick. 
and the Ibo girl is one of those where Ibo girls that likes to act like she's black, you know, she's coming to the party, you know, get all and stuff, and they just start fighting. Oh, the next thing you know, um, they turn and I'm like, they start attacking like um, my brother, not really my brother, my brother-in-law, like my girlfriend's brother, I came not really know to get like that. So I, they started chasing the guy and I was like a bunch of these brothers running inside chasing They the have guy. time, man. they have stuff. time. Bro, and then stupid me, you know what I did? I, I get on my phone and I start calling 911. <laughs> In the middle of the party. Anybody, right? No. <laughs> no. I crack you. Nah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, 911. And then um, one of the guys is like, man, who you calling, bro? Who you calling? And I was just like, oh, man, I'm calling the police. Bro, out of nowhere, man, this guy is just, I just saw like a light and then bam, they start stomping me. I'm on the ground, like, you know, they're stomping me, stomping me. And like, Damn. even like, this, I have a scar on my nose right now. That's where that, that came from. Um, so out of nowhere, I think like my girl at the time just came in and was like, what are you guys doing? And like, they kind of, I think they stopped for like maybe one second. Yeah, I don't know where I just started sticking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, what, what made you do that, though? Like, I, just, I just started sticking in tongues. And then I, think, I think everybody was like, well, what the fuck's going on? And I just get up and I run into the beach. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you tell me wow. that's not finding strength in God. My G, I don't know what is. <laughs> what about you, bro? Damn, I feel like mine is not as like happy and positive as that because, like, so this is like a crazy story, right? Okay. I, I, I got a job. Well, I went looking for a job at like the number one women's firm in Indiana, right? Okay. I think it's called, I think they're called TGHR or something like that. Okay. So I got the job on my way back. I'm like on the highway doing 45, I think 45 or 55, right? Okay. Yeah, and I'm driving, I'm driving to my daughter's daycare. I'm about to grab her like, yo, daddy just got a good paying job and all that. Boom, a cop stopped me. It was like, boom, you're doing, you're speeding on the highway. I'm like, what? But someone just went past you. It was like, no, this, like that, then, that, that. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, they sent me to jail and all that. I know, bro. So, like, they sent me to jail. Then there was like, I got a case somewhere. I got extradited to PA. And this is where, like, God really helped me, right? Right. So, I was in jail, right? Some fight started. Uh, a fight started. Well, I kind of started the fight in a way. So, they sent me to the hole. I was in the hole, right? I was feeling down. I was like, nah, God, I want to take my life. I want to do this. Like, I don't think I want to be on the earth anymore. Because, like, if, if, if you've ever been to prison or jail and you've been to the hole, like, it's a really a horrible place, bro. So, I was just in there. Like, I was ready to commit suicide. And I don't really want to call it suicide because I was just like, fuck it, I don't want to be here anymore. And then I just looked up at the roof and I literally saw, like, it, I think it said God is something. But I saw, like, that someone wrote God on the ceiling of the roof. But I don't, I'm not saying because, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm an atheist or what or, or whatnot. I believe in God and all that. I believe in African spirituality, you know. I believe that, like, Afri we as African, we should practice the spirituality that our forefathers and ancestors were practicing and all that. But also, I wouldn't judge anyone that practices, you know, whatever. Like, I don't judge anybody. I just know me. I'm living my life. But yeah, basically, I saw the, I saw God on the roof, right? So for, I think I was in a hole for 16 days. So for 16 days straight, I was just praying, bro. I'm talking about, I would just go naked in the cell in a hole, put on a white garment, pray and just pray i wasn't even praying for myself bro i was praying for my girl i was praying for my daughter my sister my mother 
everyone I know because I know prayers unto others is going to attract mine. And I was just praying, bro, praying. And then next year, you know, they called me like on the 16th day, like, boom, the the judge granted your bill. You can leave. Bro, I was so happy, bro. Like I'm talking about since I got back, I've just been trying to like, since I got back, I've been so much conscious of my praying. Like I just pray to God, bro. And there are days when I don't do it, but I just know like God really, he showed himself, he or she showed himself to me like they, in that moment when I needed them, bro, they came through, bro. I'm talking about praying and just praying and praying. Like I prayed four times a day, bro, and I was fasting for like maybe 10 hours, bro. Like my food might go bad, but I didn't really care because I was like, as long as I'm praying, I got this. But that was really it though. That was, you know, God coming through and helping me. Man, thank you for that powerful story, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I feel like that was lucky, sad though. <laughs> nah, man, that was good. Yeah. You know, I got so much I would like to definitely add on that. But I, I wanted to kind of like, you know, got kind of a long show going. But, you know, I've definitely had my experience, you know, as far as, um, <clears throat> You know, being in jail, being locked up, you know, spent, I've, I've, I've done a lot, of, a lot of stupid stuff and mostly drinking related. Well, bro, bro, I didn't even do this though. That's the thing. Like, I didn't even, imagine, bro, I'm talking about, I was locked up for 70 days, bro, and I was just like, it's one thing if you commit a crime and then you're locked up for that crime. It's one thing where you're just thinking, like, because for a full month I was locked up and I didn't even, they wouldn't tell me what I did. Imagine. Yeah, and I'm just like, my daughter, everything. And like, you know, I had my lucks back then. It was really long. I died it, so they was probably thinking, ah, I'm some kind of person. They don't even know, like, they don't know, <laughs> you know, but I was just like, and then another funny thing is like, I just dropped the dollar two weeks, bro. I just dropped my son dollar two weeks before all that happened. Well, you did. Oh, yeah. It was basically like just thanking God, bro. Like, you know the Dangote song? Like, Dangote. Yeah. Dangote. I made a remix to the song or a cover, yeah. Okay, remix. nice one. Don't worry, bro. Y'all never go that way. But yeah, as far as the suicide thing, man, I ain't gonna lie. The last time I got locked up, I told them they, they were like, you know, um, do you wanna do you some, 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 something, take your life? I looked around me, I was like, man, these niggas around me look savage. <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't say that though. I, I look at you. I didn't say that. I was like, yes, I do feel like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so they put me into uh, the suicide. So, well, they put me in like a, some weird padded thing. And then wow. I was sitting in, at least I got a little cell to myself. But um, well, didn't that drive you like, like just make you feel weird sometimes just being in the cell alone? Well, I didn't. So the whole, I heard of the whole, a lot of guys that when they were fighting would always end up sent to the whole. I never, I never went, but bro, I, you know, um, first and foremost, kudos to you. I mean, I mean, to end up in the hole, that I means you're one, you one of the real ones. Nah, bro. nah, 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 it wasn't like that. I was trying peer pressure, bro. Like, peer pressure is big. That's what the real ones, you know. Because <laughs> when I get to jail, I'm thinking, how do I get out? Bro, I'm I, not trying to fight or lose I wasn't even trying, man. <laughs> just, what happened, bro? Like, what, 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 why just, like, tell me about the fight, if you don't mind. Uh, so it was like... And I, you know, I, it was sad, but now I'm happy about it so I can talk about it. But basically, like, mm -hmm. I kind of, I don't want to say I joined like a Crip gang and all that. Yeah. But in order for me to get protect, like in order for me to get protection and all that, I had to be under a certain gang, right? Yeah. So I joined the Crip, I joined the Crip and like, boom, boom, boom. I came to find out that there was like, you know, the, the OG, one of the OG snitched. 
Oh, on his little, yeah. on his yeah, on his. I don't want to say a little nigga cannot cuss a little bit. I sneaked on his, you know, it's little nigga a little bit, and it was like, damn, like how you, I, how are you snitching on, you know, so 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 person and all that. Mm-hmm. So like we was, it was time for like dinner, right? After dinner time, after eating dinner and all that, I was going towards my locker, uh, my cell. Yeah. And then boom, I just heard like someone was fighting. Boom, boom, boom. I saw the OG fighting like. My, I'll call him the right hand, cause like if you jump someone, the person becomes your right hand, right? Yeah. So that day, me and him ended up in the beginning, like that the the morning of the day that I got sent to the home, I fought the dude, so he ended up becoming my right side. So it was like, once I saw the OG fight in him, my first instinct was just to go there and like, boom. So I ran in, I just I literally punched them in the temple, bro. You know, on some metric stuff, like, you know, them, no. but the woman stood up like, I was, you know, getting ready to fight and whatnot. They just maced me, you know. Oh, to, to they yeah, maced you? Bro, I'm talking about they emptied two cans of mace. Uh, is it mace? Is it called mace? Yes, yeah, yeah, pepper spray, pepper spray, pepper spray yeah. And you know two you can. <laughs> Bro, I don't lie, I was crying, bro. I was crying, bro. I was like, what's oh, this on my face? Bro. But wow. I think that made me strong, though. Being in the hole for 17 days, because it changed, like, it took a lot of paranoia, insecurity, anxiety. It took a lot of stuff from me. Like, I still get anxiety, but not as much as before, you know? I'm telling you, man, just being in there, just you alone and your thoughts. You know Barack Obama tried to, tried to fight for, like, I mean, don't quote me on this, but the elimination of putting people in a hole as punishment because they claim it's inhumane. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, you hear all kind of crazy stuff at night. Isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm to pray now, I mean. Did they give me Bible at least? No, but I asked for, <laughs> I asked for like, a, not really a Bible, but like, you know, a storybook that has to do with, a, a novel that has to do with like God's teaching and whatnot. Okay. You mentioned something about like practicing African spirituality. Yeah. I know that a lot of our ancestors did a lot of stuff like, you know, I got Shango, I don't even know. Ah, there's a lot, there's a lot, you know, I can list them out for you if you want, bro. So what, what made you go in that direction? Uh, it's just me, from me reading the Bible and then I've been talking to some of my Islamic friends and like just, you know, hearing both sides and then also me doing research on spirituality like Orisha and whatnot, Ifa and whatnot. So me learning, seeing, having like, you know, it's like I literally had three options and then I weighed them out and I was like, okay, this makes more sense because before Sosa So Preston came to Sosa So Place, we was doing good on our own and this was what they was practicing until everything got disrupted and now, you know, there's too much confusion and they, too much confusion, mixing and whatnot and all that. So really, it's just me going back and doing my research on what Orisha and Ifa has to do with like, we Africans are black American, Africans, black Americans, and like even Hispanic people. Yeah. So have you come to any like um, any revelations, any interesting? Because you know, I, I I I I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus, but at this, but at the same time, I believe that you can find truth. Mm. Like truth, you can find truth anywhere, everywhere. everywhere. And whatever truth is, is truth. And so, what kind of truths have you come across? You know, I'm not uh, sure if it's a like really just uh, karma, like, you know, me just find that karma is real. And by that, when I say karma, like as using karma as the truth, I'm basically saying that, uh, you know what, 
Orishan, if I really like, well, let me say if I if I has to do it, like teaching people to do good unto others and whatnot, and like I'm not like the perfect person to explain what it is, but from my idea and all that, and what I practice is like basically doing good unto others in order for me to attract goodness, you know, not doing bad and whatnot, like you know, following certain rules and just going about you know your life in a certain way that helps put you in the same frequency is God, like, you know, help you manifest your dreams and all that. So I feel like spirituality has really helped me manifest my dreams. Like I'm talking on a bigger scale, bro. And there are just some stuff in the Bible that I just don't sit well with me, you know, that I don't really think I can speak on or want to speak on, you know, today. Yeah, yeah. thanks for that. And you know what's funny? That thing that you're calling karma, really, it's, 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 it's mentioned in across different faiths, you know. In the Bible, it says what goes. It says whatever a man sows is gonna reap. Yeah. You know what I mean. In karma, they might say what goes around comes around. Good, yeah. good, get good, and things like that. So it's just you know, like I said, I feel like you can find truths in all sorts of areas. Mm-hmm. And then I think the issue with the Bible, as far as some things in there that don't sit with sit well with you, I don't. I can't speak on your behalf, but for me, what I found is that people keep forgetting that. The Bible was like written by a particular people of a particular region. Yeah. People in the Middle East, Jewish people, and they had their own ways of living, you know. So yeah. you can't just take what you're seeing in there and then apply it to you that's living here in Fountain Square or downtown Indianapolis, thinking that it's, it's like the exact same thing. You have to right. do a lot of research and um, apply things culturally. Can I actually, can I say something? Yeah, though? You just said that uh, the people that, you know, Basically, I cannot say white people. <laughs> so yeah, white people put us. They put. They brought like uh, Christianity to Africa, right? So we're basically, you know, when people say, "Well, they was the one that wrote it," I'm like, "How do we know? Like, how do we know this wasn't just made up? Because we didn't know about it. They brought it to us. So that means it's like I don't even know how to explain it, bro. Because I have this conversation a lot with my friends and all that, and like I'm a little bit zoned today. But what I'm trying to say is that like. Uh, how do we know exactly? You know, I don't even know how to put it, bro. I don't know how to put it. I don't even lie to you because it's so deep, and sometimes it just I start thinking, thinking to myself, like even when I'm having a conversation with people, this type of conversation, I start thinking, like, how do we know exactly if it's truthful, like truth? Because like, if there's a God and there's really a you know one being that watches over everyone, then He knows my heart. He knows everyone's heart. So it's like. Amen. I'm not doing bad, I'm following everything, you know, because the Ten Commandments in the Bible is similar to like the don't do's of the Ifa, and then it's also similar to the don't do's of like Islamic, I believe, right? So it's like, I feel like as long as I'm not doing bad, honestly, I'm not really searching. I don't, I want to see God, I want to feel God in my presence, but I'm not going to go out of my way to like try to like look for, not go out of my way, how can I put it? Like, I'm not going to search or like keep asking for evidence, like I'm just gonna go with what my spirit tells me. So if my spirit is leading me towards the Ifa, like real, I'm talking about getting intuitions, getting signs and everything, then I feel like it's best to follow that, you know. Like you said, follow your heart. So to finish off that last question about how we found strength, how did God encourage you in that particular moment? I think for me, um, I talked about, you know, getting jumped. And I guess the encouragement just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I was on the ground getting beat to a pulp. And then when I started praying, 
it was just kind of like I received just sort of like the divine inspiration or courage to just kind of get up and just run into like into yeah. the bushes without being afraid. I don't know. Um, what about you, bro? How did God encourage you in that circumstance you talked about in uh, being, you know, being in that cell and looking up and seeing the word God? And yeah, I think before, me just seeing God on the, you know, on the roof, because like that don't just happen, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't just happen. So seeing that, just like said, you know what? Don't do it. Like I'm telling you, I literally heard don't. What I didn't hear, like you know, a random don't do it, like whispering, don't do it, but. You know, my consciousness or conscience just told me, like, don't do it. Like, you know, it's not worth it. And then I started reading more. Like, I was reading a lot of books about how to be a better father, how to be a better partner. And, like, just, you know, seeing that just encouraged me to read more. And me reading more just distracted me. I was in there alone and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Next question. I promise we're almost done. Got two more. What are some ways you can use the gifts God has given you to encourage others this week? So that would be, what's today, Thursday? Thursday. So from now to next Thursday, what can we use to, I think for me, <clears throat> I don't even know what my gifts are. So I need to figure out what my gifts are first and foremost. What about you, bro? Well, I don't, I don't know what my, what was the question again? Like what <laughs> gift? Cause what I was, what are some ways you can use the gifts that God has given you to encourage others? Oh, way? by making more positive. Oh, uh, this way, uh, probably just me trying to spread more positivity and like awareness, you know, to to people across the world. Like with everything going on with like you know Black Lives, like with the whole killing and everything. So me just kind of because I would say by going to the studio and making positive music, but. You know, I can't just do that because there's a process of like putting out music. But me just going on my social media and helping out, you know, with other people and like, you know, posting more positive stuff online. Because that's really, that's that's the only way. Why don't you go and go to the uh, the protest and go and sing Shade now? I, I, <laughs> I, I went to the protest though. <laughs> I went there twice though. I just. Yeah, imagine though, like, I'm that one person that would have bomb us. Yeah, we protested. Like, Shady, bitch. You know? Yeah. Yo, the last question is Are you in need of encouragement? Me? Heck yeah, I'm in need of encouragement. So, to all my listeners out there, man, I'm in need of encouragement to hit me up on all my social media and all that stuff. And if you want to send me some encouragement, um, yeah. What about you, bro? Are you in need of encouragement? Yeah, me too. I'm in need of encouragement every day, like every time. You know, y'all could uh, send me a DM on my Instagram at Olu underscore underscore Falari or on Twitter, Olu underscore 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 Falari, you know? My DM, I would give out my email, but like it's also, it's also on my Instagram account. Perfect. So the next question is, how can you reach out to God for the strength you need to go forward? For me, I think it's just prayer. What about you, bro? Prayer. Yeah, definitely prayer. Prayer and meditation, right? Or uh, maybe not meditation, just prayer. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I meditate every day. You do? Yeah. Wow. I try to at least. Uh, it's, it's, it's been working, man. 
If that was, how do you meditate? You know what I mean? Like, I, I know how I med meditate, but like a friend of mine asked me that same question yesterday, so it's like. Yeah. So for me, my, the way my meditation works is, um, so I'm in recovery as far I don't drink or smoke anymore. I'm mm -hmm. a recovering alcoholic or recovering addict or whatever the terminology is, Sha. I'm, I'm Sha treating it, you know, I had to go to rehab, I went to rehab for like, uh, one month. I wasn't living there, but like I was going every single day from nine to five partial hospitalization program anyways so i learned about the disease because man i was drinking too much smoking too much doing too much man learn about the disease and they said part of recovery is like meditation and prayer too mm -hmm. so i go to meetings every single day i try to go to meeting every day meetings are basically like recovery groups like alcoholics anonymous where you sit and have these kind of conversations or talk about stuff and so the meditation for me part because me i pray steady i pray all the time my meditation and some people some people i've, I've told somebody what my meditation looks like but they were like oh or whatever but this is the way i meditate for so for me i pray and when i'm when i'm in church a lot of times or when i'm by myself i pray in tongues i like to pray in tongues you know so it sounds something like you know wow, like does it just naturally? come naturally no for me i actually had to open my mouth from what i understand people think that tongues is supposed to just like come and just fall on you and your mouth will start to move you're supposed to open your mouth and, and just say for real you just say that's that's i always thought too that you had to like wait for because i used to pray and ask god yeah you go sell it now you yeah i know what you mean like wait for the spirit to come i know that's why i was like damn i didn't know you could just say because back then yeah when i see like an elder like get into that rhythm and they're just talking out in my ears. I'm thinking it's the spirit, like ooh, like it's the spirit, Sha. But from what I understand, it's like the spirit does it with you. It doesn't do it to you. So there's some there's a degree of cooperation. So if you ever see somebody doing something and they're like, ah, I can't, I couldn't stop because it was God. Which kind of God? Like, yeah, you know, you're able to control yourself. So, so you know, like, so you know, like, so my meditation for me is, like, like so for example, I'm, I'm looking at my screen and it says the David Holman podcast. I can use my mouth and say the David Holman podcast, or I can read it in my head. Mm. And I just read it in my head. So my meditation for me is I I'm just usually quiet and I'm praying in my mind. Mm. That's it. Like I'm literally, so I can be sitting here right now and be praying in my mind and just praying in my mind. Or sometimes I have to actually literally just stop what I'm doing, just sit, and just start praying in my mind. And let me be, let me be clear. I'm praying in tongues in my mind. All right. So you're not even speaking. I'm speaking just like I'm just like in my mind. Just sometimes I'll be in the midst of a bunch of Weibo people. I'll just start praying in my head. Wow. <laughs> So that's my meditation for me. And I mean, it's kind of words. So wait, how do we even get to that question? I was, you were saying something and then I just asked you, how do you meditate? Like you were speaking on like, you know, prayer and meditation. So I told you, I asked you a question. Nice one, bro. It's good to have you in here, man. For real, man, you've probably you. grown up, man. For real, you've grown you, up man. in a good way, my man. So, um, so the question was, how can we reach out to God and we said prayer? Okay, that's how it was. So the, the last question is, how can we reach out to others for the strength that we need to grow? 
talk to others. For me, for me, I think I just need to be humble and realize that I need others and identify somebody that can offer me the opportunity. Um, you know, sorry to others for the strength you need to go forward. Okay. I just need to realize I can't do it by myself and I need to start reaching out to people more and hanging out more and, you know, when my sister calls, answer the phone, stuff like that. What about you, bro? Same thing, bro. Just, yeah, just reaching out to people more, I guess. You know, like making myself available for that positive stuff to enter my life. Basically, you know, listen, my mother called picking up the phone or my sister or my friend, you know, like stuff like that. But like, I'm really trying to find a mentor though. Like I'm talking about a good, positive, you know, role model that could help me become the man I want to be for my daughter and my family and all that. So it's like, onto, that's really, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, bro. I don't know if that answer was, <laughs> went with the question. Nah, man, it meant that it really did. I, it, I mean, I can't, there's no right or wrong answer here. Yeah. So I, mm -hmm. I really like, I don't really like to comment on what people say. But, so that's gonna wrap it up for the question and answer part. And this brings me to the fun part of today. So, as I was saying, man, so my guy has this hot track out, bruh. So do me a favor, man, and just spill the beans, talk about everything, man. Talk about who you are as an artist, where all your stuff is, you know, the floor is yours. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'll premiere the song, at least on the podcast, it's already out there for the rest of our listeners, man. So yeah, hop right in, bro. Take as long as you need. Yeah, my name is Olufalai. You know, I'm a, I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm a young, like, businessman. I'm trying to start my own clothing line called Yang Trends. Like, lately, you know, I've been working on just pants and, you know, hats and whatnot. But, like, when I'm not doing design and stuff, I'm just working on music. Like, I'm currently working on dropping my EP in October 1010, but, like, Instead of doing the EP, like, well, for the EP, for the for my EP party, release party, I plan on having, like, a lingerie party and all that. It's going to be for the couples and all that. I get to stream my song, everyone come through. But, yeah, man, I grew up in Africa. Like, you know, I've been in America for 10 years. I went to Avon High School. You know, for all the people that went to Avon High School and all that. Because, like, crazy thing is people didn't really think I was going to really focus on my music and all that. You know, I went to Avon High School, went to Ivy Tech College. While I was in California, I went to like Los Angeles Southwest College, and like there was it, it was really in Los Angeles that I discovered my passion for like modeling and designing because I saw like the the energy of the state was just so pure and free, you know. So like me, I just felt like I felt like the me that was meant like got the me got sent to you know urge to, to be and all that. So yeah, my, my name is Olufalana. I'm a musician and a designer. I'm a model. I'm everything. I'm an artist. Yeah, so where can my listeners go if they want to like, you know, start to follow you, listen oh, to your yeah, music? Definitely. Uh, if you want to like, you know, listen to my music and all that, you could just, it's on iTunes. And I'm like, you know, I'm open and whatnot. I'm willing to work with new people. That way I could like, you know, uh, that way I could just be more open, I guess, open and like available to new new people. What was the What was the handle again? 
Olu for like uh, Instagram. So the handle for Insta Instagram is Olu with two underscores for Lauren. Okay. What about you got Twitter? Yeah, Twitter is Olu with three underscores for Lauren. Oh, you got YouTube? Yeah, on YouTube is Olu for Lauren. Alright, so the song that we're about to play over here for you guys is the one I was talking about that I heard when I was in traffic. Um, for some reason, I really like that. Um, I know there's a, there's a proper terminology for the, the title of the instrumental, but it's that, you know, that Fuji's... Um, yeah, Fuji Radio. Radio not, but that one even came from somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, forget the, I forget the people. But whenever I hear people that do remixes on that or um, sample that tunes, it's, I have a really soft spot for that. And I think, I think so far, statistics have proven that the world loves that. And I love the way that you just kind of like, you did, I love the way you incorporated it into this song. So do you want to just kind of talk to us about uh, this single that we're about to uh, play on here? Yeah, I was just, really I got inspired by Rotimi though, because he made a song called In My Bed. Mm -hmm. And it just had me like, thinking like, man, this, like, I can do this. Because the instrument, really I feel like the instrumental as well, like was speaking to me at that moment, like the day I was listening to it, like the day I first heard the song. And then as soon as I was done listening to like, you know, Rotimi's version of it, mm -hmm. I picked up my phone, went on YouTube, surfed like boom, 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 okay. You know, well, where's the instrumental, you know, type stuff. I found it and I was just listening. I was like, man, like what would, if a dude was like, you know, in another in another side of the country or in another city or whatnot is like just chilling and they're trying to like you know talk to a girl but they don't want to facetime her but they want the music to speak for her like what would they want to say like what would like that so you know that was what really popped in my head when i was when i created that and it was like there's a vixen in my bed can i get her out of my head and I was like, cause I like doing this stuff where I had like a Nigerian girl's name or something. So I was like, shawty, baby, you know, I was letting her know like, like, come follow me, watch her, let me come follow me. Like, I know I just met you yesterday, but I really can't get you on my head. And that's really how it is. Like, you know, cause some people be talking about love at first sight. You just see that girl and you're like, ah, she might be the one. And then, yeah. That's awesome. All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go ahead and uh, play the track for you and uh, enjoy it. And then once it's done, we'll be right back, okay? Bye. There's a vision in my bed, in my bed. Oh, I cannot get out of my head, oh, on my head. Oh, there's a vision in my bed. I'm just trying to vibe, is you gonna slide through? I think who you might tell you what to my boo. I could be the guy, I could be the one dude to change up your life and make you feel right. Calls you at night, tells you you're fine, you're one of a kind, more than a dime. Need you by my side for life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout it, baby, you. What the limit? 
Chichi wet, I'ma scuba dive in it Give me five minutes, you'll be money, no love If love was a dream, you wouldn't want to wake up If love was a scene, I'm a, I'm a bad boy You know I'm a bad boy for all I hear In my bed, in my, in my bed Got your body in my bed Move your body, don't be scared, yeah. In my bed, got your body in my bed Take this shot straight to the head Let's get naughty, don't be scared, yeah. Shout it, baby, oh, what the baby, oh, shout it, baby, oh, what the baby, oh, 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 baby, my bed, do the freaky in my bed, body and be scared. 